Welcome to the Blonde Runner podcast with Coach Laura Erickson, where she shares her healthy living tips as a running and triathlon coach and mother of four. Hello, friends. I just wanted to take an opportunity and talk about three things uh, that will help you determine what level of a runner you are. So this is kind of a complicated answer, I think, or not necessarily a complicated answer, but it's sometimes hard to determine what level of a runner someone is. So I wanted to kind of explain the concepts and, and some considerations when you're trying to decide which one you are. Uh, so basically there are, I like to call it four levels of runners. You've got your beginner, your intermediate, your advanced, and your elite. And so we're not going to really talk about elite runners because usually you know when you're in that category and um, that's not something you really have to listen to a podcast to determine. You know that you're you're an elite when you're elite. But in terms of beginner, intermediate, or advanced, that's a little trickier. And I think that there's th- three things to consider. And that would be uh, experience, speed, and then volume or volume volume you're able to tolerate. So those are the three things to consider when you're trying to determine what you are. So let's define it. Let's talk about this a little bit more. So a lot a lot of people come to me, they want a training program, and I do have to determine kind of where they're at in terms of experience. So with experience, I would say if you have run maybe um, up to three years, you would probably be a beginner. Maybe three years and above, you would be more of an intermediate runner and this is just pretty general because it you have to factor in factor in all three of these things really to determine what works well for you Um, but it usually has to do with years of experience and how much you've actually been running and then how consistent you are it's interesting because I have a lot of people that have maybe have had experience running years ago and then they don't run anymore and then while they may be a more experienced runner than a beginner, they may be at a beginning level in terms of easing back in, right? So there's kind of different levels that we have to consider and we have to think about. Um, So in terms of my my, uh, take on putting together a program for a beginner or an intermediate or advanced athlete, I factor in all of these things, but what the main difference would be would be the volume. The volume of what they're doing is going to change. You're a beginner. You're going to start slow. You're going to ease in. Maybe, maybe you build up to 15 miles per week, or uh, you know. So it's not like you're getting a lot of miles. You're not running every single day, and you're easing in. Um, hopefully, with with all of my training programs, I like to incorporate a lot of cross training. So maybe they're not running every day, but you are getting exercise every day. I think that's really important. So. Um, So when it comes to volume, also I've noticed some people are able to tolerate more volume than others. And even when you have a faster athlete, you still, as a beginner or intermediate runner, your volume should be down. Maybe they can, you know, go really fast on their workout, right? But uh, that's why I do miles workouts in terms of, usually when I start people, I do like minutes aren't, aren't a bad idea for very, very beginners, but when you have a certain number of miles to cover and you're a fast runner, you're going to cover that quicker, right? So your volume and overall is going to be different uh, depending on your ability there. But not not only your ability in terms of speed, but also the experience that you have. Because 
even if you have a really amazing talent for running, you can't just go and just knock out a hundred mile weeks and not have repercussions because your body still has to adapt, even if you're a good runner. So that's part of why experience matters with running. Um, I honestly think anyone can become a really good distance runner if you put the time and energy into it, but it does take time to ease into it. So when in doubt, go with a lower version of a program than you think that you need. So, um, a lot of uh, what I do, I do go a little lower mileage because it's always better to be on the safe side. Um, just talking about those three components a little bit more. So again, we had that experience. Anything over three years is more of an intermediate. Um, you're pretty much a beginner if you've been three running three years or less, in my opinion. Uh, the next thing would be the speed. So how do you know, you know, are you considered, and let's say you have 10 years of running experience, but you're slow, would you can be considered a beginner and intermediate? And I would say for that scenario, they would be intermediate. Um, and they may tolerate volume well, but maybe they're not fast at it, right? So another thing you need to consider is time on your feet. How long are you out there? Um, and people that are faster are doing less volume, but they're, are, they're doing I guess not less volume, same volume, but faster, but it's more taxing to their body in some ways. So, um, that's something to consider. Uh, if, if the way I determine if somebody's a fast or slow runner is, are they, I like to consider, are they, would they be 10% of their age division, top 10% of their age division, if they were to do a race, uh, anywhere from a 5k, 10k. Um, that's another thing I know is kind of, uh, all over the place, but experience, I'm going to go back to experience for a second there too, is some people have years of experience running, but they haven't raced very much. So they may be experienced in terms of training, but very beginner at racing, but they would still follow an intermediate training program. Um, even if they're a fat, if they're a faster runner and they don't have very much experience, you may put them in an intermediate program but they would have they would still be considered beginner but there's so many things to learn and I'll do many more podcasts on you know common terms that we use um, different things that you need to understand if you're starting out and running maybe things you haven't heard of before but all of these things go you know help you determine really what what level of runner you are um, a lot of people don't really consider themselves a runner even when they're they are following a training and everything and if you, if you take on a running training or you sign up for a race, you, you are a runner. Like, own it. Because if you own it, you're going to do better at the training. So, think about that. Um, so, again, speed, fast versus slow, are you performing in the top 10% of your age? And if you're not, no big deal. That's only ten, one out of every 10 people, right? So, no big deal. Be slow. It's fine. You have to do what your body will do. And I think the most important thing with training is listening to your body, with that same thing said, I will say a lot of people tend to hold back more than they should. They may be more capable of going faster than they realize because running hurts and you just got to embrace that part of it. It isn't, it is kind of painful. And uh, a lot of people I think are afraid to feel pain. And so a lot of times another benefit to having a coach or someone following or helping you is they can say, oh, no, you're fine to do that. It's, it's okay. It hurts. Yeah, it's going to hurt, and that's okay. Um, but obviously not getting hurt, not getting injured is a different kind of hurt. So um, in terms of volume, just to kind of look at this, again, I would say 15 or less mileage for 
the beginner, obviously a beginner starting at zero miles, really, right? They run for very little amount of time, obviously, in terms of years of experience. Um, and again, if you had years of experience many years ago, you may start at that beginner level of fitness, but obviously your knowledge is a little different. The more, however, I will say I'm surprised. I do running form analysis with people or running form feedback, and I find so many times they don't know some of the terms that I use. And these are terms that are, have been used in running a lot. And they've been running 15, 20 years and they still, they don't understand everything. So some people are a lot better at like studying and reading up on things and really investing more time into understanding what this is. Maybe they read a lot of magazine articles. They do a lot of searches online. Maybe they read a lot of books. And obviously if you throw yourself in there and really learn and study and understand more, it helps you. Um, I love it. I love to have educated runners because they understand the value of what I'm saying uh, even more. They're, they're, uh, we can just kind of move from their level and, and on up because there's so much to learn. Uh, when you start learning uh, about it, you'll start learning that there's more to learn than when you, know, when you do. So um, it's definitely something that you, when it comes to volume, this is a very, it's like nutrition. It's very individual. I am a lower mileage runner. Matter of fact, I qualified for Boston my first marathon and I was averaging 22 miles a week. And that that was my peak week. <laughs> that was including my 18 miler. So I can't say everyone can do that. I, even with Ironman training that I do, I'm a lower mileage runner and I do very well on that. I'm, I do faster pacing a lot on the shorter and intenser workouts. So, but that works really well for me. So it depends. Um, each person is a little bit different. Some people, they love the volume and the volume does very well for them. But again, that's more of your experienced runner that has learned to tolerate those miles over time. So higher mileage, I would say even an intermediate, an intermediate runner, you're getting 15, 25, maybe up to 30 or 40 miles a week. Um, but anything like advanced runners, you're getting you know, and I would consider myself more of an advanced runner just because of my experience and my level of performance. Um, but like I'm a lower mileage advanced runner versus there are higher mileage uh, advanced runners up to, you know, 75 miles a week. But your elite runners get at least that, or if not, you know, up to 150 miles a week. I mean, they're crazy. They're not, I wouldn't say crazy, but they are crazy about volume, right? They have a lot of volume. That's what they do professionally. Um, and that another thing to consider, too, is what type of a runner you are, because while miles matter, and I didn't differentiate this, uh, I know a lot of people listening in will have uh, taken advantage of the Ogden Marathon training program I provide, um, but I didn't differentiate between trail miles and road miles. And I do think it's a good idea to do some blend. And if you haven't done a lot of trail, it's a different, it's a little more taxing in some ways, whereas roads can be taxing in other ways. So, but you will see in terms of time, if you're going to do a three mile road run, that's much different time than a three mile run, road, uh, run on the trails. It's going to take longer on the trails. Uh, one thing I would not worry about if you're running trails is the pacing, just go by feel. Whereas if you're on the, uh, the roads, it's, it's different. It takes less time. Um, you're able to get more of a turnover, maybe not in the winter, maybe the footing is a little harder, but that's something to think about. Um, 
is getting that kind of different kind of volume. Um, you know, we didn't talk necessarily about ultra running and the volume there, a lot of volume and a lot of trails. They're spending a lot of time running and that's, um, that's their choice as well. So uh, a lot of different avenues we can take here, but hopefully that gives you a few tidbits of what you want to think about when you're determining what you are a uh, beginner, intermediate, or advanced runner. Uh, so do consider those things. Your experience, the, the speed, how fast or slower you are. Another thing you can do there is go to the track and time yourself on a mile. Um, and if you're, there's, you can find charts online about what, you know, what speed you should be for your age. Cause it, I could give you a number, but it all depends on what your age is, um, what, what's fast for you. So, um, and then of course, volume. So experience, speed, volume, those are the, the components of figuring out if you're going to be a beginner, an intermediate, or advanced runner. So hopefully that helps you. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, live well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Healthy Living Podcast. Be sure and check the show notes for resources or links that we mentioned in the show. You can also find them on my website at blonderunner.com. B-L-O-N-D-E-R-U-N-N-E-R.com. You can also find me on Instagram at the blonde runner with an E and Coach Laura Erickson, and that's L-O-R-A. Before you forget, I hope that you will um, follow this podcast and like it so you don't miss an episode. Also, it really helps if you leave a review so other people can find it um, and share it with your friends. Until next time, live well. Thank you.